Good morning and welcome to another exciting episode <laughs> of day four with the man Frank Scalish, who is now apparently a cryptocurrency expert. Apparently. Frank, thank you for all the hot tips and tactics on cryptocurrency that you've been sharing with your 4,000 plus loyal listeners for the majority of the morning. <laughs> yeah, that was fun to wake up to. Um, you know, I got I got hacked on my Instagram, as anybody who's following me probably already knows. So uh, don't send. What it. was your initial reaction when you open it up and you? Uh, what was it? Were you not able to get? I've always wanted to talk to someone who's actually gotten hacked to see like how it actually goes down. Well, the truth of the matter is, my phone was blowing up before I even got out of bed this morning. And you're like, boy, they are jacked for day four, number one hundred four. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah, one hundred four is the the number. And then, um, and so yeah, and so then you know, of course, everybody's like, your 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 Instagram got hacked. My daughter texts me, uh, she texts me from California at you know two o'clock in the morning our right. time, but I wasn't on my phone at two a.m. So, um. That was the first one I saw. And then they just started going all the way down the line. You know, I immediately unfriended and blocked you. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go. But you Um, were actually trying to help someone out. And it ended up with a link that you clicked on. Long story short. I'm 100% positive. And then they got into it. So if you're listening to this and you're getting things from or from Frank Scalish and they have to do with bitcoins, cryptocurrency, or well, God knows what else they're going to get. Yeah. Don't answer it. Don't do not answer. Do not click on any links. Do not respond. Nothing. And then I'm going to get back. I'm going to get the Instagram back. If I can't access my old account and get it back, I'll start a new one. Um, so just FYI. I mean, I guess that's good. You're all, you're doing something right if someone thinks it's valuable enough to to hack you because you're <laughs> you're a, an influencer, Frank. Yeah, you know, if these jackasses would just put their uh, put their brains to good use in the real world, they could actually probably make something out of themselves. But Frank uh, Scalish Jr., I told you not to click links in messages, Dad. Yeah, I know. He yells at me all the time for everything. I'm very I'm a very cautious link clicker. Well, I answer all the guys that DM me and right. stuff, you know, and and this guy was playing me for a little while. Um, so I didn't, I didn't, I realized what I was doing after I did it. I mm-hmm. said, damn it. Um, and I should have immediately went in and changed my password. But I don't think that fast when it comes to, uh, you know, computers and electronics I'm kind of like, I don't want to say a dinosaur when it comes to this stuff, but a dinosaur, because I don't, I don't want to be bothered with all the little nonsense. No, I hear you, but it's a good way to keep in, in, in you track know. with the fans. All right. Uh, something that is not little nonsense is some new colors that are available on LureNet.com in the paint shop. Have not talked about these lately. Uh No. The, f- the first one I want to highlight is the Bandit 200 Old Light Splatter, which just happens to be Pull it very, up. Cl- very close to the color that, uh, that I caught my nine-pounder on back in the Assumption Bass Club days on a Bandit 200. And it might actually be. I don't know if it was a retro bring back or not. I don't know but either. Let's take a peek at it. There it is. Ah, it is. Nice. So that wait, they did away with that color. Um, yes. Why? That's like the there's, standard there, Bandit two hundred color. There's a very similar color. Okay. It's very similar. Um, but I feel like that is the one that I caught the nine four on. Except it had the at the time when I caught it, it still had the Mustad triple grips on it. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember. I remember that. I have a bunch with the triple grips on it. Yep. Actually. So that was a color that was near and dear. Dude, do you remember when the 200 Bandit came out or were you too young? Uh, when I started fishing the club in 1998, 1999, 
I'll be honest. These were the three things that were used. Black, glitter, red, glade, black, grape, red, glitter, six-inch Producto paddle tail on a Texas rig. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. A bandit 100 or 200 in either that crawfish pattern or like the the just a, it was like a muted shad pattern. It was like just black and gray. Okay. So, so when that, when I was, when I was fishing and the, the bandits just came out um, and they, it, it was, it was um, root beer and root beer chartreuse were the money colors. Okay. And, and um, I remember there was a dude that used to fish Bassmasters. Um, his name was Rufus and Rufus turned me on to him and, um, he was throwing the red, red and black one. And I was throwing the band, the, uh, root beer one. And we were on, um, hold on a second. It's, it's gonna, it'll, it'll come to me. Um, oh my gosh. I can't believe it. Ohio, Tennessee. It was uh Tennessee. Old Hickory. No, no. The, the, um, I got, I, I want to say table rock, but it wasn't, it's not table. I can't, it's the Tennessee river chain. Um, Chickamauga. uh, No, keep going. Um, Nickajack. No, more popular than that. They just had a tournament on the damn thing. Wheeler. Yeah. uh, Wheeler Pickwick. It was on Pickwick. And, um, I had, I had gotten on the 200 bandit on these shallow gravel bars in the Creek mouths and was literally catching them at will and just running the pattern and nothing more than the pattern. I half the places I caught fish on, I didn't even practice on. Um, it was, it was really cool. It was a really cool introduction, um, to that bait for me. And that became a mainstay. Um, and so I have hundreds of them that bandit 200 was, was right up there with my Norman deep little ends because the deep little end, to be honest with you, the deep little N and the DD-22 um, put as much money in my boat as a Carolina rig. I mean, the, really? they're just, yeah, those those crankbaits are just workhorses. Uh, and and the, the deep little N is just real special to me because that was, the, the Norman brand is the first crankbaits that I was ever fishing, deep crankbaits. And then I went to the, added to my collection, uh, bomber fat-free shads. And then as I became more proficient as a crankbait angler, um, I started looking at other crankbaits for specific situations. And so it really became um, the crankbaits. I have more crankbait boxes in my boat than anything, uh, just because I I love it so much. And it works for me. But there's a new Norman color, too, I think. A deep little end color. Um, I think, what is it, Strange? I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do this at the risk of getting fired on day four. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can get fired, dude. I think you're the boss. All right, there's the color. <laughs> I'm on. not even gonna put the coffee to my mouth until you say what you're gonna say, because then oh. I then I gotta wipe all the coffee off my computer. Screen. All right, I gotta do this right. There's the color. It's called strange. All right. It's got a nice splatter back. It's almost like a three-dimensional pattern. If you think about it, you think about it. Don't you think you need 3D glasses to look at it? All right. So that's that. This is uh, this is a 1970 <laughs> shag carpet. That is a 1970 shag carpet. Wow. There is that. There's the carpet. There's that. I think that that might have been that. Now, if you just Google 1970 shag carpet, it literally is a a palette of that. That is fantastic, (laughs) dude. I wonder if that was the muse for that color. That's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Am I am I off my rocker on that, Frank? No, I'm not going to. Hey, dude, who am I? Who am I to squelch creativity? That color is groovy. It's groovy. Is Jan Brady groovy? 
So yeah, oh, so Jan Brady. <laughs> so yeah, and so here, listen, um, you guys got to start paying attention to to LureNet.com because in March they're going to do. There's going to be a bunch of custom uh, color releases and exclusives, and there's going to be March Madness specials uh, through the through the month of March. So pay attention because honestly, I, I don't know what specials are coming when. I'm not even going down that rabbit hole. Just get on and pay attention to it because it's going to be, it'll be good. There's going to be a lot of really good specials on there. So just pay attention to that. All right. Before we get into today's show, which has been long awaited, it is uh, a high quality show. It is it is jig skirts, tying jig skirts, creating jig skirts, how you store, keep them, making jig skirts on the fly. I do want to say we do have an announcement, and I, I, uh, I kind of teased it on some shows. Well, it would have been shows this week. My freaking internet had worked. I teased <laughs> it on one show this week. <laughs> We've had some issues this week, Frank. Technology has been not it's neither been, you nor I, friend. That's right. Maybe, um, maybe my hacker got your email. March 23rd, 24th, 25th, you will be at the Bassmaster Classic, as will I. Yes. And uh, you came up with a, a pretty cool way to thank the BTL listeners. You don't have to buy, purchase, do anything. You just have to show up. You have to show up. And, sh- and, and shake Frank's hand. I'm, am I on the verge of a stroke, Frank? You're working on it, but but we're good. We're good. Uh, just shake Frank's hand. Is that hard to say for you? Shake Frank's hand. Okay. So what I have here, and I have here, and these can be these will be yours if you are one of the one of the first at the meet and greet, which there will be more details, possibly not on Frank's Instagram, but definitely on mine. <laughs> I'm gonna hey, I'm gonna work on getting this thing back back up to snuff today. But um, so what I have here is I have all the illustrations that you have seen on bat on day four they're all signed by me Can and i show am, a couple of them yeah uh, um i have some that aren't uh that are not from day four like this one is not from day four and this one is not a, an original this is my original but it's not the actual pencil sketch uh this was actually a four color piece i did for Bassmasters which I think I actually have. I think I have it right here. But that was a four-color piece that I did for Bassmasters. And um, if I could find it, look at I'm killing the man. I'm killing the show here. No, you're not. It's your show. You can't kill your own show. Oh, that's true. Is that a tiger? Yeah, I did stuff for my son's high school football team back in the day. Can you show the tiger? Yeah, I'm going to get it, man. Holy cow. So oh, yeah. wow. Here, I'll show you something else here now that since we're doing show and tell. <laughs> anyway, you're gonna have like what 30 of these yeah, things here's, at here's, the classic. Yeah, here's the color one. Oh wow. That, that will was, not be at the classic. No, this was actually in Bassmaster and Magazine. He is about ready to go ham on that beaver. Oh yeah. So yeah, so um Anyway, so I have, and then I have the black and white version of this one that was also in Bassmasters. That will not be at the club. Oh, I do like that. That is a uh, drop shot, though. Yeah, I have the, I had to go finesse for you. And then here's another tiger that I did. See, this is how it starts. I do a black and white. And then. It looks like something awful is happening to the other half of it. Yeah. And then, and then I add the color. Oh, wow. And so here, so. I don't have the finished piece. Do you have any pieces that you'll be giving away at the classic to? Yeah. So let's go. That's let, how we started with this segment. All right. Let me get back on course here. I, I got off track, Matt, because I get excited. No, we can do a whole show of just your drawings. Okay. So, so at the classic, <clears throat> the black and white copy of that will be yep. there. The black and white copy of. Whoa. That one will be there. And then the original, some of the original illustrations from the show that we actually all signed, all signed. And then you can put them up on your, put them up on your wall in your man cave in the living room above the bed. 
yeah, wherever you want to wherever you want to put these right. works so, of art. So, so basically, every illustration that was on <clears throat> that was on the show is all signed, and they're all originals, except for the two bass I just showed you. They're all originals. Everything that we did yeah. on the show. So you'll have that at the classic and. Uh, you'll be giving them out to, to listeners and viewers who come up to meet you just literally as a thank you for coming out to the classic. Yeah. And I, exactly. And I have some other crazy stuff. Like I was working on the rogues, yeah. the new, the new rogue colors. So I make spray out cards, but school. here's, here's the deal because at the class yet. Yeah. Oh, you're going to give away some of those spray out cards too. Yeah. See, Did you sign them. Oh yeah. They're all oh, signed. Dude, that looks freaking cool. So here's the deal. Just like we did before, just so we know there's people that aren't going to get this in line at the classic and not know what the heck's going on. You got to say, uncle Frank, I got to tell you, here's my favorite story. And you got to tell uncle Frank, your favorite story. And if you do, and the, and you're one of the top first 30 to tell Frank your favorite story, you get it that way. If there's someone who's like, Oh, look, there's people in line getting stuff. They don't, they don't know right. the wonder of, of day four with Frank. They don't end up with a right and, the and, BTL listeners and viewers. And a good way to, and a good way to also tell is if you're wearing a BTL uh, day four stuff, or if you're wearing oh, yeah. anything yeah, with BTL on them, um, then we'll know that you're loyal listeners, loyal watchers. Um, because I, what I don't want to do is, and you give it away to just people that get in line to get free stuff. Yeah. I, I want our fans. Screw them. Yeah, I want our fans there. So you guys, you know, BTL hat, shirt, day four shirt. Stories. Hoodie, stories, whatever. Signs. Signs. <laughs> I mean, if you roll up and you've got an I love day four with Frank Scalish sign, you're probably getting a, something that's autographed. Oh, yeah. 100%. So Tattoos. So that, if you get I mean, day four logo <laughs> tattoos, don't get a day four logo tattoo. Lower back tattoo of the day four logo. <laughs> I mean, there's some things you just know you're not going to regret in life, and that's one of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially if you get loaded to the cork. <laughs> <laughs> just block letters. Signature, your signature on the right cheek loaded to the cork on the lower back. Oh boy. All right. Today's show. We better get moving. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna wind it up and I'm gonna sit back. We're 18 minutes in, and I am going to listen, learn, and enjoy, Frank. So the floor is yours. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> okay. We're good. All right. So uh, you know, making jig skirts, like I used to hand tie them all. Uh, on my fly tying voice, we talked about it in the last show. Gets cumbersome. You're carrying too many jigs around. You're carrying too much stuff around. So what I did today was I decided that I was going to actually show you how I make skirts. And, and there's and we're going to not we're not going to use any fancy tools. Um, we're just going to uh, do this. Except I forgot my pliers. Well, I got it. It'll take I, two seconds to go get it, won't it? Yeah. Can you can you carry me for two seconds? Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. That's fine. Ma make fun of me at will. I'll be right back. That's fine. Uh, so yes, Bassmaster Classic. I'll go ahead on those details. If you're there, you can uh direct message me without any links, please, on uh Instagram or email if you have any questions about uh, when and where we will be, but it will be uh, at the Sunline uh, booth. And I think the Sunline booth is kind of in a conglomeration with like the Spro and the AFCO and Big Bite and Denali and all those brands. Uh, but somewhere right around there uh, on the first day of the classic, which would be the, the 24th and then the 25th, which is the Saturday. So the 24th and the 25th at the expo, uh, we'll post times where there'll be a meet and greet with, uh, with Frank and myself. And then I'll also be at like the pro guide booth and a number of others, but those are going to be the two, uh, the two days and times that you can meet Frank in person. Cause he's taking the truck and driving down there. So. I think I hear him coming back already. Perfect timing, Uncle Frank. 
Okay. You out of breath? You need you need me to stall for another thirty seconds? <laughs> I had to run down three flights of stairs, man, and run. That's back what I up. said. I just watched. Uh, I had never seen the movie Tommy Boy, <laughs> which is based out of Sandusky, Ohio. So hopefully, we will not recreate the wedding scene here. <laughs> <laughs> That's outstanding. Woo. Okay, tickets so. to the Classic Expo are free. You just show Perfect. up and walk into the Classic Expo. You do not need a ticket to attend the Bassmaster Classic or any of the events at the Bassmaster Classic. Perfect. So, uh, so I'm going to show you today how to make skirts and stuff with just a pair of scissors, needle nose pliers, painter's tape. Nothing fancy. So first, let me show you this. This is you really did run, didn't you? Yeah, dude, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did, and and regretfully so. But you know what's crazy? You, I do five and a half to six miles every day. Okay, jogging on on a bike, stationary, okay. stationary bike. Um, twenty minutes because that's what. Uh, actually the military is tw six miles in 20 minutes. So I try to do that and, um, and then work out and running up and down the steps is brutal. <laughs> Don't ask me why. So anyway, so, so what I have here is I have all my jig skirt tabs in a box. Mm -hmm. The tabs are labeled on top of the box. Okay. And then if you notice when you pick this up, there's little, I have little skirt formulas that I have written down that you can't see because for whatever reason. Anyway, there's a formula on here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take out my, my formula that you can't read for whatever the reason. And I'm going to build you a skirt and show you how to build it and explain to you how I'm layering these because here's what happens, okay? A skirt tool is a hollow pen type thing and you put the skirt material in, you have your mouse ears or your skirt ring on the tube, you put the stuff in, you roll it off the tube, voila, you have a skirt and you can layer in that. But you can't, you can't get a middle to it. You follow me? Well, you will in a minute. So here, so here's what I'm going to do. So on my on my formulas of the skirts that I write down, I put how many, how much skirt material, of what color, <clears throat> how I lay it on top of each other in order, and then I roll it. And I'll show you how to do that right now. I roll it up. So whatever color is in. <laughs> Whatever color is in the middle is going to be on the outside of your jig skirt. I bet you were fun at college parties. I was good at <laughs> college parties. Okay, so here I have my trusty, and this is going to be really tough for me because you're going to do it basically backwards so everyone can right, see. Right, I'm doing this thing upside down and backwards. I like it. Looks good so far. <clears throat> okay, so it says I take one and a quarter tabs of bluegrass and it's very important for me to get this laid out right so there's one tab so now i need a quarter of a tab usually so explain I... what a tab is this is okay. literally for beginners frank because there's a bunch of us that want to know how to do this and we hear all these phrases okay so a, a tab is and i believe in this skirt material is 21 strands of skirt material and you buy a tab at jan's netcraft right anywhere anywhere you can get them anywhere um you just have to go online and look so usually i count them out in a quarter but i'm gonna guess this one. Oh, you actually count them out yeah i'm i'm anal so i'm just gonna guess on this one okay and so i i got my quarter tab now what i'm going to do with this because if this this is my a modeled skirt mm -hmm. um it's it's got uh, robin egg blue watermelon and green pumpkin on it so i and so does the first 
tab that I laid down on my board. So now what I'm going to do is I'm not going to put it exactly how it is. I'm going to offset it some because of what I want to happen is I want that the robin egg blue. You can see how it's offset now. Yep. Okay. So then it says take three quarters of a strand of green pumpkin with purple flake which is that you're literally following a recipe yeah i made it and so then i'm going to do the same thing i'm going to take a quarter of that off and i'm going to lay it down on top of this like so nice okay. and flat now it says take six strands of magic craw oh okay yep and that's just green pumpkin barred robin egg blue this is one of my favorite skirts and now i'm laying that down right in the center because remember i said whatever you roll on the inside is going to become the outside okay so now i i center my tabs so now we take the painter's tape and all i'm going to do is just tear a piece of it out of what a quarter inch about yeah about an inch inch okay like that so now now i'm now this is going to be tricky for me doing this backwards you need to turn it around or if you can do it backwards have at it i'm gonna you have to it. try again you try again it doesn't matter we got let me do this so i can see what i'm picking up here oh that's better so now what i'm going to do is i'm rolling it up as tight as i can rolling it up so i have it you see how the end is rolled yep now i take the tape and the same way i rolled it I'm going to twist the tape on here and I'm going to make the tape. So it's like a, a nice, got a nice spear point to it. See that? Yep. Okay. So now, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to get my mouse ear out, my mouse ear tab. Oh, that's your collar for the my collar. Right. And I like the mouse ears because I want, I want the option of rattles or not. So, so here it is. Let me just hold it up with the needle nose so you guys can see it a little clearer. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. So now what I'm going to do it is literally I'm, looks like Mickey Mouse. Looks like Mickey Mouse. So now what I do is because I don't have the skirt making tool, but I do have the needle nose. So I take the needle nose and I put it on the tip of the end of the needles. Now I like the curved needle nose pliers for this better mm -hmm. than straight, but it'll work with straight. Uh Oh, my skirt. I didn't get it. Good. My skirt unraveled on me. Hate when that happens. Oh, shoot. Yeah. That's a bummer. We need to let, do it let again. Me re, yeah. Let me just rebuild this real quick. All right. It's easier for me to do it on a flat table. You're okay. just rolling one end of it. Right, just the one end. So what I'm doing is I'm I'm staggering. I stagger my skirt material, lay that down. It looked perfect when you had it before. It was, but I but it um Oh, you let go of it and then I, I didn't get the one end in when I oh, taped I, it. I, I, I lost I lost one of my strands. But now I got it because now and this is this is how to do it. You don't have to buy anything. You everyone has what they need for this right here. Everything. Yeah, you have tape, you have needle nose pliers. The only thing you have to buy is the skirt material and um the collars. How, really. how much is the skirt material? It's not very expensive. It was um I don't remember what it was. I buy it in bulk, so I don't quite remember. Okay, so now what I have is I have my nose cone, collar. Now, I like to put the collar, the flat side of the collar. If you see, um, I like the flat side to be the side that goes up against the jig head. Okay. So, 
And now I'm going to open up my needle nose pliers and I'm going to get that point through there, pull it up, get about halfway down the skirt. That's about right. Undo the collar, take the pliers out. Now watch this because I taped it, but it's painter's tape. So all I have to do is grab the point of it, pull it off. We're good to go. Now I have the skirt. So I take the ends. I'm going to take the ends here and let me put a piece of paper on my computer pad so I don't get all these little things in my keyboard. Trim the ends and then do it again. Trim the ends on the other side. And now I have one of my favorite skirts ever. Very nice. And that's it. And so then I just store them. I put them in little tiny uh, snack Ziploc bags, mm -hmm. just like this, straight, just, you know, straight. So they're, they're always straight. They're always straight. I knock <laughs> the air out of it, and I roll it up, and I put it in my jig box. But then... You can make one of those in 10 seconds when it's or 20 seconds when you're dialed in. Oh, yeah, I can do I can do them. It's hard. It's harder for me to do it upside down. Yeah, I could imagine watching the computer. Um, so so, that you know, so this is how you basically this is how you and remember whatever you put in the center is going to be on the outside. Remember, I put the magic craw in the center so now see how they're on the outside yep of the jig yep of the skirt i mean and and that's that's how you make the skirt um and this way you can control what colors come on the outside another skirt that i make a lot of is my my black blue and purple and i do the basically i do the same thing i roll it up and then i have it you know whatever's on the out inside is on the outside uh, okay. and, and so on. Now, now with that, sometimes I'll put more black on the back. And, and so I have, I definitely have a back and a belly to this bait, to this bait, to this skirt. Um, and definitely have a back and a belly to it um, on that particular one. But I, I, like I said, I make, I have about, I don't know, eight or nine skirt colors that I use um pretty much religiously and then and then here's if you want to see the bag storage let's go with this one since i already made it um okay oh, so the little short sandwich baggies yeah the little tiny snack bags okay and then and then you just roll it up so this is you see i'm i'm down to like three or four skirts in this bag that's why i chose to make this one on the show and then now I got five in here and then I just roll it up and see, I label them all too. So, you, you know, cause when you roll them up, you can't really see what they are. So I okay. label them and then they go in the jig box and that's it. I mean, that's the easiest way to make them and it's fast. And, and here, the more you do of them, it's fast. So, so if I'm going to, if I know I'm going to make multiple jig skirts, I don't build one at a time. So I'll lay the materials out. You remember how I showed you earlier, how we stack them all. Yep. So I stack them all and I have them lined up on the table and then I roll them and I put the tape on and roll it, put the tape on it until I get them all done and then put the collars on them all. All right. All right. If you're going to have, if you're going to do this, because now I feel like I can tie jig skirts, uh, give me five colors that I can tie a bunch of different jigs. Jed, I know that what you're going to say, but if, if I've never bought them before or anything and I'm getting it, what are the five colors that I'm going to make sure I have in those tabs? Okay. So first of all, what you're going to want is you're going to want black, blacks and blues and purples. You're going to want green pumpkins. And when I say green pumpkins, you're going to want green pumpkin, blue, green pumpkin, um, uh, purple, straight green pumpkin, and then you and you're gonna want magic craw 
or a bluegrass type of skirt that's got three different colors mm -hmm. mixed like like for example it's basically it's robin egg blue green pumpkin and watermelon in one skirt okay um the, these are the tabs that i i buy in fact all of my tabs i can just show you right here so you can see it's it's um green pumpkin purple green pumpkin blue green pumpkin blue um molting craw which mm -hmm. is magic craw bluegrass which is the one we just used um green pumpkin purple in a dalmatian versus uh dalmatians have spots barbed wire has bars um and then i have another magic craw down here i have potomac blue which is basically it's it's um it's a here i'll just show you what the hell it is <laughs> because i can't describe it watch i don't have it i'm out of it those are all such neatly organized so here's green pumpkin here's uh potomac blue it's it's okay. like a it's like a dirty watermelon with yep. light blue flake in it. All right. But here's how, this is how the tabs come. So how they come like that in a box, in a bag. So how much, how much does it cost to build a badass box of the tabs with all the colors that you need? Less than a hundred bucks. It's way less than a hundred. And I can tell you this, if you buy, like there's, a, there's a lot there. I think there's, um, eight eight or ten tabs mm -hmm. in a pack okay okay you could what you spend what you spend on the skirts the collars mm -hmm. and all these colors you couldn't you it would be four times the amount of money to buy pre-made jig skirts yeah that's what i was thinking yeah, oh, and it'd yeah. be eight times the amount of money to buy the dang jig correct so so the reality of it is is that you like the amount of jig skirts that i make out of this box that you just saw mm -hmm. would cost me hundreds and hundreds of dollars all right so bo stevens brings up a great point <laughs> if you could if you're only gonna have five colors correct you're gonna have let's let's see if i could do this you're gonna have green pumpkin you're I go, yeah Go ahead. You're going to have a black blue. Well, you're only five, right? So you're not mixing them, but they make a black and blue tab, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you'll have a, a black and blue. Uh, you're going to have, it, to me, it seems like some sort of watermelon blue or green pumpkin blue. Right. I have, yes, I have, I have one, we'll just say black jig which is, you know, mm -hmm. black, blue, and another color maybe. Um, and the, all the rest are sh forms of green pumpkin, watermelon. Okay. And then it sounds like some sort of purple. Purple, blue, green pumpkin, watermelon. Um, and you can build a lot of jigs from those five or six colors. Oh, my gosh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you. it's endless. It's endless. What about the... What about just a like a straight purple or like an Ozark craw that just has two strands of chartreuse in it or anything? Like, would right. you recommend just getting a couple packs of just random bold colors for for varying watercolors? Hundred percent. So here's my here's my black box. That's all that's in it. Okay, so that's like the 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 blue blue the dark blue and the right blue. i have several shades of blue several shades of purple and black let me ask and, you this while you're here show that blue again i've which, never understood i've never understood this a lot of the lot of the pros like big time pros frank see that bottom one right there that bottom one? blue yeah a yeah. lot of the guys we're talking the denny's and stuff like that i mean the best that have ever done it huge fan of that brilliant bright blue color brilliant bright blue color yeah it's, it's when flipping i mean and, and a lot of the best flippers that i know will go blue chunk blue jig 
in certain situations. What is the deal with that blue? Because I've never understood it. Well, if you see it in the water, it's really bizarre because different water conditions make that blue look. Am I wrong on that? No, you're not wrong at all. I mean, dude, the best guys, and they don't really talk about it. It's the sapphire blue, right, JP? Right. They don't talk about it a lot, but dude, a blue on blue with the super chunk or something like that on the back, like the best guys who you know are going to go out and string them on 25 pound and boat flip them on that jig. That's the color blue they use. Yeah, that that sapphire blue looks really crazy in the water. Um, in off-color water, it, it mimics a shad so good. Um, and same really? Thing, yeah, same thing in clear water. And then you get in dirty water. When you put the black, if you put any black in there or you have any contrast in there, it, it looks like a crayfish. I mean, it's the craziest color ever. Now, when I mix that blue in my jigs, I'm sparse with it. I don't I don't put a lot on it. I'll put six or seven strands on the belly of it. Because when the jig pumps up, I want the different color flash. You know, when I lift the jig up over a branch, I want that different color flash. Sorry, Donnie. I'm really trying to read that. Curse he you said, fishing. Cur- curse you fishing gods at my color blindness. <laughs> Donnie, I'm sorry, dude, but well, you know, hey. I, I had a buddy of mine that was colorblind and I helped him uh, go through his tackle and explain to him, I labeled his box, um, what the colors were, not, not just the namesake on the colors, but what they were. So, you know, for like chartreuse and blue, I put chartreuse and blue for fire tiger. I put black back, lime shoulders, chartreuse sides, orange belly, black marbling. Um, so he could, so he could read it and go, Oh yeah. Okay. You know, when juice came over, you guys had all this big in depth, freaking lure building discussions during while we fried crappie dudes, freaking so colorblind. It's not even funny. All he does is his favorite thing to talk about is colors of jigs. Dude's colorblind. And he can't, and everything to him Com- looks completely <laughs> colorblind. Doesn't even mention that. He just goes, just dives off the deep end into, into minute color different spectrums and crappie jigs. Has no clue what they look like. So, what is, what's he, what can he see? He can't see blues and greens. I, no, he's like, I mean, no, like, I mean, he's got to have help get like dressed in the morning. So, That's he doesn't hilarious. look like, where's Waldo? <laughs> Thank God he's not an electrician. Yeah. I don't <laughs> oh, know. I, we kind of got wire, off, off tracks there. Wire. All right. Um, so we have, we know how to tie the the jig skirts. You need the, the, the needle nose, preferably if they bend up a little bit. You need the collars. Where do you get those collars? Um, you could get them at any, any uh, jig making or lure making place, Barlow's, Netcrafts. They're cheap too. You get what, a couple hundred of them for 10 bucks yeah, or whatever. They're very inexpensive. I, I'm just telling you right now, you could, you could literally build so many of your own skirts um, that you don't, uh, you don't have to buy a skirt. How long will it take me to get good to where it looks like a skirt that I bought? Because I feel like when I've tried to piece them together, they just, they look like, they just it, don't look good. It take you about three or four skirts. Okay. Once you once you get the hang of rolling it up, once you get the hang of layering it, um, and understanding that whatever if you roll your skirt like I roll mine, um, you'll whatever's in the middle of the tube is going to be on the outside of the skirt. Um, if I want to layer it, like if I have a belly color, I build the skirt first and then add my belly strands okay. last. So you'll figure it out pretty quick. It's easy. It's yeah, super easy. Um, the thing about it is, is just understanding this. Like I've made some really crazy skirts colors that I thought were going to be dynamite and never catch a fish on them. And so what I do is I don't make 20 of a skirt color until I fish it. So I'll make, you know, two or three skirts and then I'll go fish them. Mm -hmm. And if I start to have success with them, then I'll make them. And so the skirts that I make for myself to fish with, I've gone through a process of elimination and a process of research and development. So where I got onto something, that was working 
I, as I went along, I started tweaking it, adding, subtracting until it became a money skirt. I got you. Then I write that formula down and that's the skirt. Because in the beginning, I used to make so many skirts because I'm like, oh, this looks good. Let me make 30 of them. And then I make 30 of them and I can't catch fish on them. And I'm like, well, now I just screwed all the material up for 30 skirts and, and I got to throw it out because I don't like the performance of it. So so this is um, it's it's a lot of fun, too, because what what I found, like I have skirts uh, that I necessarily don't carry with me for certain lakes like like literally like i have two skirt colors that are just called norman whatever the color i made up norman this and norman that where when i go to lake norman that's what i'm throwing uh now the skirts that i just made here work everywhere i've been the skirt i just showed you works everywhere i've been so that's my A++ skirt. That's in the boat all the time. I have five or six skirts like that that are in the boat all the time. Okay. You know, it's like this. One time one time I was on Smith Lake in Alabama way back. I'm talking 25, 30 years ago. And, and Zoom came out with um, pumpkin seed, just the pumpkin seed color. Okay. That's how you know you've been around a minute. Right. So it was, it was just pumpkin seed. Well, they had tweaked the pumpkin seed and they added a chartreuse uh, belly to it. Oh, chartreuse pumpkin? Yes. And if you weren't throwing that on that lake at that given time, you were not catching them. It was ludicrous. Um, and so that's when I started realizing that certain lakes will have an affinity to a certain color skew. Um, same thing happened when they came out with, uh, oh, that color's going to kill me now. It's almost like a, it's like a pinkish. It's got all kinds of metallic in it. Um, Zoom? Yeah. Um, pinkish? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was so popular. Do they still uh, make it even? Yeah, they still make it. Um, I can't believe I'm drawing a Roadkill? No, 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 no. It's a very common watermelon thing. red. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, at, at any rate, so so that that particular bait worked on another lake cotton and candy, cotton candy. Thank, Thank you. you, JP. JP, you the man. So, yeah, so cotton candy. So, so I go out and I buy, oh, yeah, you know, cotton candy lizard when it first came out was everybody had a cotton candy lizard. Right. The same thing with kudzu. When kudzu came out, everybody had kudzu. So, so, so what I do, then I go out and buy a hundred of them and, and then they only work on one stinking lake where I, where it's not a, it's not a real transferable color. And then it works in only one condition. So I start, I stopped buying bulk craziness and started gearing my color palette down to colors that I know work everywhere. And then if I go to a lake and there's some oddball color, I might have a couple bags of that. You know what I mean? So, so I don't get, I don't get caught behind the eight ball on a, on a different lake. Cause if someone goes, Oh, they're eating cotton candy. Then I go get caught. Then I got it. I got this a couple one, bags. You can't, you can't talk about that without showing that. That's the gold standard. Yes. Of lizard colors. Would you not agree? I would a hundred percent agree. Pumpkin that, chartreuse tail right there. Yeah. You could back in the day, you couldn't beat that on a bet and you people, still can't beat it. Right. People got away from it because th th there's new sexy colors out there. So they got to mm -hmm. have the new sexy colors. But my, my, my lizard repertoire is easy as pie. That right there, the yum lizard. Carolina pumpkin chartreuse tail 329 a bag hard to beat. You can't beat it. You you can't you can't beat the price point anyway. but, right. So so you you know your lizards are simple. I got green pumpkin, pumpkin seed, watermelon, june bug. Mm -hmm. How hard is that? You know what I mean? It's not hard. Um and then I'll dye the tail chartreuse <laughs> or I'll dye the tail orange depending on what the fish are telling me. 
It's pretty easy. Jig skirts are the same way, except that I like to I like to do real natural, natural looking uh, jig skirts. Yeah, uh, but okay. So the jig heads then. So we've done the jig skirts. Let's just briefly recap on that. You like the the jewel jig head. A jewel football jig. Jewel football jig. A jewel football jig. Um, uh, Booyah makes a great, great grass jig. Um, okay, so just the football is where you go with that. Otherwise, you're going booyah. Yeah, and then and then here's the crazy thing too. Um, I you know I I when I'm fishing in the grass, I try to match my jig skirt to the grass and the bottom color of the lake what the water looks like not not necessarily the bottom but the water so i look at the grass i look at what it, the water looks like if it looks green i stay more watermelons if it looks greenish brown i stay more green pumpkins and here's the crazy thing i've i've caught as many fish on black and blue in gin clear water as i have on all my fancy watermelon and green pumpkin blue skirts for whatever the reason, especially up north, we have a strain of crawdad that's black and blue. Um, when I go down south, um, I might translate some reds in there, a few strands of reds in my black jigs. But if you also have another football head or whatever that you want to, that's the beauty of it. You can put that skirt on anything. If you wanted right. to throw it in deep, clear water on a finesse jig, you can. If you want to Absolutely. beef it up and throw it on 60-pound braid with a meat hook, you, you can. can. You can do whatever the hell you want with it. Right, so, which is why I store all my jigs with no skirts on them. Yep. Because I let the water dictate to me what color I want on it. Yeah. And so, like I said, some of the store-bought skirts are fantastic. Um, you know, I, I know War Eagle's got some fabulous colors. There, there, there's a War Eagle jig skirt that I, I'm in love with. It's called Dirty Junebug. Um, it's it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous color. Um, look at the uh, – see if it, see if they, they got it. I, they might be out of stock, but uh, it's On the um, – Yeah, it's the Jujigsu jig on war on uh, war eagle i just want to show the color of the skirt it's called dirty june bug um i'm actually trying to find the um materials to make that skirt that's another skirt that skirt is wrong on a lot of levels that's a great great color hold on i know i know man you are the magician behind the computer well i just don't know how to spell jujitsu <laughs> I'd be there, so I have to go through all the pages of War Eagle to get to the jujitsu. <laughs> That's honestly what's going on. That's okay. <laughs> I got a I got a coffee spill here. Where's my, <laughs> where's you my want thing? me to lie or not? I'm in the heavy finesse right here. If someone in the instant feedback knows how to spell jujitsu, jujigsu, J U I J I U J I U. I can't I can't spell it either. That shows there it, it is. Jujigsu. Look at the uh, dirty June bug. I love that color beyond belief. All right, I'm getting there. That's that color there translates super well. That's natural. But see what I mean? They got a lot of good skirt colors in that jig. Yeah. What do you call it? Dirty June bug. Dirty. Oh wow. Look at that. Pull that up. That's Ooh, sexy. Wow. Yeah. Whoever did that skirt, my hat's off to you. Because I wish I would have thought of that. That it's gorgeous. That that skirt there. And and here the, the green pumpkin blue in that skirt is or green pumpkin green is sick. It's sick. Uh Ronnie said he used to date a girl named Dirty Junebug. <laughs> hey, this isn't the this isn't the day four night show, man. This isn't night four. We gotta clean it up for the younger audience out there. But yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that was a lot of fun for you. <laughs> but isn't that a nice color? That, that color is unbelievable. That color looks so much better in person. I can't even tell you how good that looks in real life. That that is 
one of my all times right there. That is, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, do you want to end the show on a uh, on a little bit of a highlight, a little good note here? Yeah, can we? Because I don't have Instagram anymore. Yeah. Well, I do. <laughs> <clears throat> so I got a, a email. I probably should answer him. Anyway, we'll return to my buddy Juice, who is perusing, and God knows why, Etsy for custom painted gray baits. <laughs> Don't ask me why. Okay. <laughs> but he found himself on uh, B-Dub's Baits page. He's out of Sand Springs, Oklahoma. He starts chatting with this guy because, as you are well aware, Juice is a talker. He is a talker. <laughs> and uh uh this guy's like yeah he goes i've been painting for a little bit less than a year and he's been been uh selling a bunch of stuff on here he's got five stars over almost 70 sales Good and uh he Good said job, yeah he, i think he's in his 40s or 50s but he said yeah he didn't know anything he told jared my buddy he's like yeah i've been listening to this show with frank scalish and he kind of went through this painting stuff it's online and it <laughs> piqued my interest and I had uh I had a lot of the stuff and I bought some of the other stuff and it got me into it and I started painting baits because of this show. He's like, and now it's like a hobby, and now I've kind of turned it into a little side business. Perfect. That's fantastic. I, I actually have some painting videos out on LureNet, uh LureNet YouTube. And um yeah. it shows you little tricks. Uh it shows you some tricks for advanced, some tricks for beginners. Um, and we're going to do some more of those. Uh, so yeah, you'll want to check them out if you're interested in the painting aspect of it. Um, it's pretty, they're pretty sweet. They're, they're easy. I, I haven't done a full bait from start to finish yet. Um, but I, but I may. There it is right there. There you go. Good job. See, look at him painting on the. Good job out of you. Painting on the wart. Yeah. There's all the you... medium divers. You could tell where he's from by the baits he's painting. There's the square bills. I don't see a fat boy in there, bud. Oh, he's got some pogo shads up there. God, that's an oldie but moldy. And there you go. Good for you. That's that's good to hear. Matt, can you ask Frank if we're getting a show about bite windows? Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that on my once Instagram page. Uh, yeah, we could do something on a bite window. Um, it's not, it's not, it's not complicated. Um, and I don't think we can get a whole show out of it at all. It's that simple. Okay. So, so uh, we, could, we could. Next week, I will be at the Bassmaster Open. You better catch them, man. I'm so on. we will have a recorded show next Thursday. Great show, though. It's going to be about building the perfect spinnerbait box. Yeah, I'm actually going to show you. I pulled the one out of my boat. Um, I, I I pulled you. <laughs> I'm still getting, I'm still getting uh, emails about my Instagram hack here. Yeah, that's understandable. Oh boy. So, um, yeah. So what I did was I pulled out my actual spinnerbait box. I went to the store and bought the exact same box before I altered it. So I can show you the alteration to the box, um, and, and show you exactly how I store them. And it's when you, you see how actually how small it is, and then you realize how many baits i actually have in that box you guys are gonna freak out because i have more spinner baits in that box than i could possibly use in a year in a uh, lifetime uh very educational very educational show uncle frank i learned a lot i am i am motivated to now you know what? I think I, I think I could dedicate a hundred bucks to it between heads and the boxes for the skirts, and then the little ziplocks, and then the the skirts that I've already that that I make and the collars. It makes a hundred cents because that's less. That's fifteen jigs, and yeah. I'm getting a hundred jigs. And especially I'm traveling the country, going to all these opens. I need to be able to build jigs on the go. It's super easy. I now know how to do that thanks to you. 
Yeah, and, and this is the stuff I carried around with me when I fished Bassmasters um, because I built them in my hotel room in, at night. You know what I mean? Um, it's very, it's very flexible system, um, and you'll be really pleased with it because if you spend a hundred bucks, you're probably getting three, four hundred dollars worth of yeah. Lures no, out it's of it. it's good stuff. Hey, before we go, one more thing. Um, I am looking into getting some Bitcoin, and I see that you've gotten really heavily into that on your Instagram <laughs> lately, Frank. Any any specific Bitcoin that you would recommend to our listeners before we go? Since that you are now, you are now a, a, a crypto expert. I am a crypto magician. Once again, um, don't click on any link or anything that Frank Scalish may or may not send you on Instagram. That was a joke. So yeah, please he, he don't. got hacked. I got hacked, and I I I would love to find that. Yep, you got hacked, but then you gave some good jig hacks today. That's right. How's that? I traded a hack for a hack. There it is. All right, this has been another edition of Day Four with Frank Scalish, episode number one hundred and four. We will see everybody next week. Later.